0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Baggies broadcast as ever. I'm uh, I'm Luke Hatfield. Are you sure? I was, was think double guessing myself then, wasn't I? Um, season three, episode eight. I'm Luke Hatfield. Alongside me, West Brom correspondent Joe Massey, um, a man who claims I'm obsessed with food, but when I walk into the Hawthorns, automatically queries me on his food selection.
1: You're going straight into the food, are you? I'm going all in. I don't. This is worryingly becoming a thing, isn't it? I, it was always
0: going
1: to um, it was always going to yeah um i'm not do, hang on look, 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 look. the only reason why i mentioned food to you straight off the bat
0: on saturday i hadn't even sat down hadn't even taken my coat no,
1: off because you've got it wrong because I, like, you i'd asked you what food is what you get at the hawthorns on a saturday you're asking me to predict
0: the menu at the hawthorns
1: we've well, been multiple times i thought you'd better give me some guidance as to what i could expect
0: it it varies
1: yeah, but you didn't. what you didn't say once was it would be lasagna. Oh,
0: I forgot that You can You
1: said something like a broth or a stew or something. Normally,
0: it's like a beef bourguignon. Yeah. Something like that. That's not lasagna, is it? No, it's not lasagna. Exactly. So
1: that's why when you sat down, I said, what are you playing at?
0: I hadn't even opened up my laptop. Yeah, something because you get to the ground ridiculously late. What? Oh, that's shot a inspired. Shot inspired. That is a um, I get there at least nine minutes before you got. gone. <laughs> It's very rare that I am not there 90 minutes before.
1: Um no, I'm only joking. Um, yeah, that's the only reason why I brought it up. It was you, but, but yeah.
0: So it was my own doing, was it? It was your own doing, yeah. Uh, get, your,
1: get your information right and it wouldn't I, have been a problem.
0: I do feel bad. I don't know whether it was your missus or you who did it. Um, Joe Massey came with a prepared sandwich in some tinfoil and everything because he was, he was saying, I don't really fancy a stew.
1: No, nah, not. Stews aren't for me. Um, stew
0: is such a good meal at this this time of year when it gets cold like it has now. Nah,
1: I don't like like liquid-based food.
0: Oh <laughs> well, no, but there's big chunks of meat in it, and if you get a good a good dumpling in a stew, oh my god. Nah, that's not for me. Definitely not.
1: For me. Um, yeah, so I brought a roast chicken sandwich with a bit of stuffing. In. As soon as everyone wants to know what we eat,
0: um, there's do, the, there's the
1: details. See. There is the details. It what, was, kind
0: of, what kind of bread was it on? It was like a crusty roll. <laughs> Buttered or unbuttered? <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Um, another thing with Joe Massey uh, today was complaining about something else. Gets given a new work phone. Doesn't like it.
1: No, I don't like it. What's but, wrong with it? It's Android. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, this will annoy it. This will, this will, this will split opinion, won't it? Oh, it really, really will. Yeah, I'm like... Hardcore iPhone user, really,
0: and I've been for a very long time. I'm the same. You know what the issue is? Once you're on one or the other, it's so. It's, they say it's easy to switch between the two, and it kind of is. To have these apps now that you can do it with, but oh, it's just still an effort, isn't it?
1: I'm not. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've done it for like financial reasons, mm. but I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. am not feeling the new phone. It's a very, very nice phone. It's a very, very nice phone. Good camera. It's yeah. going to do everything I want it to do, isn't it?
0: It is. It's it's just I mean, you're able to text people off it. <laughs> you might have snake.
1: WhatsApp's galore. i got Twitter. Yeah, i got everything. That's just, oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's not for me. It's not for me. But I'm going to stick with it because it's considerably cheaper. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he's yeah. got the company car as well, isn't
1: he? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, I don't get that kind of treatment. Decent weekend, otherwise?
1: Good weekend, mate. Love Saturday. Um, well, love Saturday by the last, like, three minutes when I was absolutely petrified Oh god! Can you um, imagine if they
0: equalised? Uh, Your match report was already in my email.
1: It was. Uh, it was. A, it wasn't. I was. I was damn worried. Um, yeah. And then Sunday was lovely. Just uh, saw one of my mates um, and his two kids. Took my little girl to a nice park. So. Yeah, lovely to feel it today though, mate Honestly, I'm, I'm knackered I was going to swear then I was going to say I'm, <laughs> um, I am knackered uh, I'm really, really, What
0: a swear word you were going to say You can get away with some Yeah, you um, can get away
1: with the one I was going to say um, <laughs> Right, okay
0: But I'm fine, really I'm fine, really Great weekend Back top of the league Can't How complain How can you not me. be happy with Can't that? Can't complain Shall we get on to it? Shall we get on to the game? Yeah,
1: banter over Food over Let's finally move on
0: Food is not over, mate There'll be Food will come up again um, uh, Let's just go straight into hit and miss from the game Because we We had a 10 minute video A 10 minute video It's our longest video so far Oh that is was, it? correspondent Oh is it? Yeah yeah Post oh. match Not um, of analysis there We will provide some analysis Of you know As it comes about You know Naturally we will talk about the game The first hit for me uh, Chazza First league goal oh, Massive so, so happy for him
1: Biggest roar of the afternoon Wasn't it? Yeah um, Yeah what a, re- what a relief I mean it was, it was lovely actually I spoke to Charlie Austin for the first time after the game the story's out on we put the story out this morning
0: mm.
1: um, but it was it was really nice the way look every, he, he's under pressure wasn't it? He? he was under pressure it was actually I could talk about this all day so I'm going to just go off on a tangent go on mate you go on it was actually only six games you know he didn't score for and when you think of how much it was talked about I mean mm. it really has been talked about hasn't it Like, yeah. and then I looked at soccer base and I was like well in only six league games, he's gone without a goal. It's not, it's not the longest drought in history. No, certainly um, not. But he said it himself, like he's Charlie Austin. He arrived with a big reputation. Um, he's expected to score goals. Um, but what was lovely about Saturday and what he really stressed um, after the game, which is the story we've put out this morning, was when he, he had those two chances, didn't he? Mm. And he said it himself, and I think everyone can see it, that he couldn't have done anything differently he right. genuinely the first one Matt Phillips wonderful cross from the right absolute wonderful cross Austin meets it perfectly
0: yeah
1: um, he couldn't have asked. For, he couldn't have met it better
0: Alex Smithies just does a bit of a worldie there doesn't it's a it? great
1: save by Smithies he's stuck out his leg he's hit it he's kept it out I mean there's nothing Austin can do there um, the second one the second one what was the second one oh close range right? M- magic from Dean Garner um, yeah. and then he sort of knocked it towards goal from close range and Smithies again absolutely amazing but the thing was, with both those chances, there was no sort of... The most the, di- the most disappointed person on the ground was Austin. Mm. Like he sort of, I think the first one in particular, sort of fell to his knees in disbelief. But the roar from the crowd, they only showed him encouragement.
0: Straight, they were right behind
1: him, weren't right they? Right behind him. The second one, his name bellowed across the stand. Um, and interestingly, very, very interestingly, Albion scored within like a minute of both those misses, didn't they? mm um but Boston said afterwards, like at other clubs, fans would have been on the back of him then. Yeah. But at the Hawthorns on Saturday he felt that the fans still believed in him. Look, he believes in himself, there's no doubt about that. He yeah. is he is really bullish. Um he's got he, he absolutely believes he's always gonna score goals. But you got the sense that the fans still believed in him. Um and obviously it gave him a lift and that encouraged him and he eventually did get on get that did get his goal eventually. Um <clears throat> I think that says an awful lot I think that's it says a lot in the fans genuinely like in, in the belief of Charlie Austin I also, I also think it says a lot about this team
0: Yeah,
1: and Bilic basically in a sense that I'm sure that belief that Austin's talking about comes from the fact fans know Charlie Austin's a goalscorer but I also think it's because in this team the way they're set up everyone knows you're going to get chances mm. um, and he was and he was getting chances Um and just for everyone, everyone still believed it was going to come. And I think that was fantastic. And, and, and as we've seen in the story today, Austin, incredibly grateful for that support.:
0: I think one of the best signs was that Charlie Austin was getting into those positions. When, you, when you're on the end of those chances eventually the goals will come regardless I mean it might take it might take you scuffing one because I tell you what he connects so clean with the first one if he scuffs that into the ground that goes in Yeah it's probably too um, perfect
1: a connection wasn't it Yeah
0: yeah and it's just great to see him getting into those positions and obviously later on we saw him get the goal and to be fair to him he's, he's scored the toughest one of a bunch which is and for me that wasn't a typical Charlie Austin goal you know I mean Charlie Austin I always picture as in the penalty area Latches on something and, and just dispatches it He didn't do that With the third I tell you what Chests it down He's got a fair bit to do And uh, it's, a, it's a very good finish As well
1: Very very good finish And uh, you're right It's not a typical Charlie Austin goal I spoke to um, Ken Ryder Who was the scout Who found him A couple of weeks ago um, mm. we found, He was a Swindon Town scout At the time He's now had a recruitment At Sheffield Wednesday But um he found Charlie Austin playing for Paul Town I mean he was Mm. quite easy to find he was absolutely smashing him in to be fair Um, but Ken said that people were talking about Charlie Austin's pace he said well and he might have lost a yard or two and he said that's irrelevant he's never had pace to lose Um, (laughs) but that goal he scored on Saturday he he, he charged into the box didn't he He, he he showed a little turn of pace there so like you said, that's the encouraging thing of Austin. The, the pace thing is important there because it's, like you say, he will as long as he's getting those chances, he will absolutely bury them. I do think on Saturday, the quality of chances he got, certainly in the games I've seen, were better yeah. than the chances in the other games that I've seen, if you know what I mean. I can't, yeah, obviously yeah. I missed the first couple of games, so I didn't see them, but a lot there's been a lot of talk from Bilic as well that Austin was getting chances was getting chances to me he was getting half chances Yeah. there yeah, wasn't yeah. there wasn't you might for, for, obviously he's a very very talented finisher so maybe maybe you, you expect him to put one a couple in maybe but to me there was a big difference between the chances he got on Saturday um, and the chances he, he'd get in maybe like the previous four or four, four
0: games he'd never had one put on a plate for him no he hadn't really um he had a couple where he's kind of poached in and and you could maybe say, oh, maybe you should score. I think he had one against Luton where he hit the post. But like a lot of the chances or half chances that he's been getting are the ones similar to the one of Fulham where you're expecting an acrobatic finish or you've got to be really good to get on the end of it. Yeah. And he is a very good striker, but you can't expect him to score from those kind of chances all the time because it's just it's a bit unfeasible.
1: That's the word expect, isn't it? Like he we know he's very very good he's a very 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 good striker and he's very very capable of mm. scoring half chances very very capable of scoring them um but for any player to consistently score half chances one they have to be bang on form yeah. and two they have to be 100% match sharp don't they which we know Austin isn't we know yeah. he didn't train with southampton throughout the summer so i, I like I like the albion created more chances for him on saturday um if they create chances like that he will definitely bang them in and as that confidence flows I'm sh- and as he gets fitter I'm sure he'll start taking those half chances as well mm. um, and then wow we've we got lift off haven't we because let's be honest this team was pretty special even without Charlie Austin scoring goals yeah. I think in a heart of hearts we always expected he would um, and now he's off the mark if he can keep that going then I mean it's amazing to think it but Charlie Austin could actually take this team to another level just give him yeah. that extra dimension um, because the one thing you really want isn't there's going to be games where it's nil nil real 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 tight games you just need that one goal scorer to step up and make a mm-hmm. difference and in this team that should be Charlie Austin so if he can get into that form then genuinely we'll take what is an outstanding albion team to another level
0: yeah um one miss uh Raheem Harper Nine in a match day squad again um what's happened to this bloke i mean last year i mean i mean i know you weren't covering albion then but he was in the he was in the eleven every week. Uh, there was talk of Spurs. There was big talk about his contract, and Billich, you know, eventually got him signed up. But
1: we've not seen the bloke. Not seen him. I mean, I've obviously not. Seen, I've only seen him a couple of times in in, in my life. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's a it's a weird one, isn't it? Because I think Saturday was quite telling because obviously Brunt's not in the squad at the minute, mm. um, but Harper's still not getting in. Yeah. Um which you wonder then what would happen I mean I suppose Karinovic maybe will drop into the two maybe maybe yeah. if Sawyers or Livermore picked up an injury early um, but you don't I mean I haven't seen an awful lot of Karinovich, if I'm being honest but he's more of a 10 isn't he than a central midfielder mm. you'd say although after, he has done well when he's dropped deep in, in, in the times I have seen him
0: it could have been a case of throwing a defender on and moving Ajayi up
1: yeah but, I really yeah but I don't I think Ajayi personally I think Ajayi needs to stay in that back four mm. um, so yeah I mean look the Harper stuff we know that I can't remember what game it was because it was earlier in the season but we know Billich wasn't happy with him we know he took him to one side we know he had a word with him he has said since Billich he's been outstanding in training Um, but he is he doesn't feel like a Billich player at this moment in time No, Um, he's not involved Um, it's going to be very very interesting to see how this goes I always bang on about this it is an incredibly long season it really really is Um, There will be a lot of games if Albion go far in the FA Cup as well. Yeah. Um, But I think everyone would have to take a look at it in January, wouldn't they? If Raheem Harper's not playing or is featuring as little as he is now by January, then he'd probably have to go out on loan. Yeah. Um, And I'm sure there'd be a number of takers for him in the Championship. I'm
0: 100% sure they would be. Uh, Hit. Pereira and Diangana again, I mean, Wowzers. just running out of things to say about these two, to be honest.
1: Running out of things to say, I was, I mean, we've got a Pereira interview going in um, Express and Star tomorrow, plug, 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 read it, it's plug absolutely away. fascinating, absolutely mm. fascinating the things he says, um, it was taken from the Match Day programme, um, so some really, really, really interesting things. He is a very, very determined individual. Um, mm. from the things he says he really sounds like an absolutely outstanding professional I'm at the stage where I wouldn't swap them for anyone I mean, I mean everyone, yeah. Raves yeah. When everyone raves about Fulham everyone raves about Cavallero, Mitrovic Knockhart at Fulham mm. um, obviously Cavallero and Knockhart are the wide players there but like, I mean I'd have Dean Garner over both those wide players all day of the week
0: mm. um, and Pereira to me Pereira's a special one out of the two for me if you had to make me pick between the two I'd oh, take Pereira I
1: mean, as, as it, yeah but I mean Diengarn is special they're both special but, but he's just but like, Pereira he's, is on
0: another level at the minute yeah he's, 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 he's a bit of a joke to be honest
1: Um, he's just been an absolute joy to watch and the goal yesterday uh, on Saturday sorry was just the, the combination between the two of them and then bang it was just in wasn't it he, yeah. wasn't, he knew exactly what he was doing straight away so they're just to me They are the outstanding players for the division. Truly, truly outstanding. Mm. And you believe if those two get anywhere near top form each week, Albion will win the game. I I I don't see them being stopped. No. Um, It's just it seems so natural between the two of them. You always say good players can play with each other and and they are good players and they are clicking wonderfully well. Do
0: you think Pereira is the best player in the Championship?
1: It's very, very hard for me to say because obviously I'm quite new the championship in a like a professional capacity but I haven't seen a better player no
0: um, I can't I mean in the, in the position he's in I can't think of anyone I mean maybe forward players you look at someone like Mitrovic he could be the best player in the championship but he gets on the end of stuff whereas Pereira is more of a creator I, I still really rate someone like Joe Lolly I think he's a very very good player but I mean I don't think any of them are at Pereira's level right now
1: not definitely I mean Stavon Bilic said it after the game he's playing unbelievable football he said it was, described it as unbelievable football and he is mm-hmm. playing unbelievable football you can talk about him all day long look the drag backs the, close control, the way he holds onto the ball the reverse passes the through balls the goals I mean like you could talk about him all day long for me I mean they are the special things of course they are I mean that's, it's amazing it's just a joy to watch him he is a magician but I'm thinking of like Fulham away when yeah. he went out wide um, mm. in the in that in the last twenty minutes and did a job for the team. I'm thinking the same game where he sort of sacrificed himself as a ten to drop into the midfield so Albion could get to grips with Fulham's midfield free.
0: Yeah,
1: um, he won last year the Rookie of the Year award in the Bundesliga. So that's a I don't know too much about it, but it's a it's a. It's like the league it's like a championship award, it's like league officials voting for their player of the mm. year. So it'd be EFL staff would be the equivalent in this country. So it'd
0: be like winning a championship young player
1: of the year. Yeah, yeah. So he won yeah, Championship Young Player of the Year. He won that. And um he won that playing for a side that finished bottom of the league.
0: It's not bad that is Um,
1: it? it's not bad at all. So look, he has got and he's a star. He has got undoubted star potential. Oh, um but I mean To me he's, God he's just a complete player I mean he's got all those tricks And he works like that He works so hard He's physical as well He's, he's like he's just Absolute What a signing I Can't say anything more yeah. What a
0: signing Fantastic um, One miss Game management I mean 3-0 up you, you think Oh done and dusted here Like this could be Four or five maybe um, And Cardiff Hit back with two Quick fire goals And suddenly We're all swaying
1: um, really sweating um, Really, really sweating Bilic not happy Post-match With the game management um, Just said When when you're 3-0 out Why not win the game 3-0 um, He was really disappointed Not to have the clean sheet I think I think it was A case of I've watched the goals back Multiple, multiple times And you The first goal in particular If you I had it on like I've got it on Quest. On, yeah. Got it at and I mean, I just, I mean I, honestly, I watched it about ten times on like just going really, really slow. And there's so many points you could have stopped that goal. Yeah. Even like simple things like, I mean, Ward runs across Bartley. I mean, a, there's a bit of a mess in the middle between Livermore and Pierre Pereira. I think the yeah. Jai could have brought Ward down. I mean, he probably would have got booked. Um, but you take one for the team, don't you? Yeah. Um, so many places that could have been stopped. I just think it probably, dare I say it, I hate to use the word, but it probably was a little bit of arrogance. Yeah. I think Albion, no. They're 3-0 up, they're at home, the Hawthorns is bouncing. They've been, let's be honest, they were by far the superior team to that point. Yeah. And I think arrogance slashed, switched off. I think they yeah. just thought the game was won. Um, and... They just got a little bit lacklustre um, in a couple of areas. The, the the first goal in particular, the second one, the corner. Bilic said afterwards, and it's a fair point. Like you can concede goals from corners. Yeah. Um, I actually think it was Kenneth Sahor who switched off from that corner because mm. I've watched that one like 15 times as well. And I think the ball was in his zone because it's obviously this Sonal market. And Ajay tries to follow um, Ward. Yeah. But he's reacting to his run. I think the aggression needs to come from Zahor yeah, to clear yeah, yeah. the ball. Look, that's going to happen in the course of a season. You're probably going to concede goals like that from corners. So, I don't think the second goal is a disa- like a disaster. But the first one for me, um, they did, they did, they just got a little bit complacent.
0: I think, um, I think if it's if it's one nil or there's a one goal difference between the teams, I don't think that goal happens.
1: Yeah, it, won't, it wouldn't happen.
0: I think you've got. Pereira and as you said it was Livermore, wasn't it, in the middle who kind of get into that mix up. I think Pereira just does the, the classic, oh I'm just gonna tug his shirt down here. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. It was like, We don't need this. Whereas at 3 0 you're like, he might miss.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think he, he I think it hit. was I think the thing was they had played so well, they must have been brimming with confidence. They must have been because look, Cardiff are a, a damn good side. What they were is it a seven game and beaten run before they got to the Hawthorns? Something like that. They got very good players. They were in the Premier League last season. Yeah They didn't lay a glove really On Albion um, In that opening 70 minutes And I think it just got A little bit They got a little bit complacent But The thing for me is They They've now get to learn that lesson Having won the game Yeah Um, And that's That is such a privileged position to be in Um, Because Easily another, Another game Another week That could cost them Yeah But I just think to to learn to learn when you win games is just it, it, over the course of a season that'll be absolutely massive mm. um, and I'm absolutely sure I mean if they go 3-0 up again that'll be what's in their minds that mm. because those last couple of minutes were very 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 anxious
0: uh, and a couple more hits uh, Jake Livermore I thought was phenomenal and Romain Sawyers you know getting his first goal um, delighted about it wasn't he
1: Absolutely delighted. Yeah, I mean Livermore first and foremost. Um on Livermore, um the player ratings I did last week, not not for this game, the game before. Um well, gave, you got a little stick. I think it's yeah, like it's all it's all good, isn't it? It's all it's all it's all debate, it's all it's all good. I gave Livermore a seven and mm-hmm. um, a lot of people sort of said It hey, should be an eight, It should be an eight. Um so I think I sort of made an effort a little bit more to pay a little bit closer attention to Livermore this week because mm-hmm. as, as I said last week, like with defensive midfielders, they can be very hard to rate. Yeah. Because you kind of expect them to do the things they do well, you expect them to do, win mm-hmm. the ball, break up play. It's not with the greatest respect, it's not a Mateus Pereira reverse pass that as you off your seat and go, yeah. Wow, or yeah. it's not Dean Garner lashing the ball in from twenty five yards. Mm-hmm. So I tried to try to just keep a little closer eye on Livermore this week. I mean, obviously, he, was, he played a massive role in Dean Garner's goal, winning yeah. the ball, driving forward. Um, but he popped up everywhere, um, absolutely everywhere, covered every blade of grass, broke up play really, really well. His physicality is so important to this side, I think. I said that last week as well. It's not a physical side, this Albion side. Yeah. Um, so you need, you need him in there. But what really impressed me with it was his sort of cover the way he covered for his teammates. Mm. Whenever Furlong went forward, whenever Ferguson went forward, he he filled into that fullback role. Mm. Um, it was just an experienced, mature performance, very well-rounded performance from yeah, I thought from a very good footballer.
0: And got a much better player rating from Joe. Game a nine, a nine is Gave not him bad, a nine. is it? Yeah. Who else got a nine?
1: Pereira Pereira yeah. Pereira lives in a world of nines mate he's on cloud nine he's on cloud nine he's on, he's on cloud, cloud nine, cloud
0: nine. Um, anything else to add about the game I mean still plenty to improve on as, as you said as well so only good signs
1: only good signs yeah I thought it was um, I sort of mentioned this in my analysis which has gone on the website today I thought it, it was a real like, it, was a, it was like a lesson in championship football really yeah um, Cardiff are a damn good side mm-hmm. damn good side they're not they're not pretty, but no. they're, they're just effective, aren't they? Yeah. Um, they've got they've got a clear style underneath Neil Warnock. As I'm sure there's a lot of people who don't like it, but it is very very effective. Um, they're they're a, they're a test, they're a challenge, and they and they fight to the end. And they've got quality players. They have got quality players like everyone in the Championship has on the thought It was just a little warning that anything can happen in that division. Mm. Um, because for 71 minutes, Albion was so so superior.
0: You never felt like they were in trouble, did you?
1: Um, not until the last couple of minutes, no. when they forced a couple of corners and the guy made one real good defensive clearance. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, three nil, four nil after 70 minutes. Wouldn't have flattered Albion at all. It flattered Cardiff really. Yeah, yeah. Um, and over the course of the 90 minutes, the 4-2 scoreline flattered Cardiff. Um, but yeah, it's just going to be. fantastic league isn't it we're full of fantastic teams with different styles who never give up and who have got quality and it's just going to be an absolute battle right until the final day
0: this is the thing about the championship I mean you look at the Premier League and you've got six teams I mean say what you want about Manchester United and, and Spurs at the moment but six teams who are Dramatic or should be dramatically better than the rest of the league so that whenever whenever those teams play barring the odd example um, it's very much a kind of alright let's see if we can nick something it's not like that in the championship Bottom, say bottom place can go and beat top place which, yeah, yeah. which happened which we saw this weekend, weekend didn't we, we Stoke
1: beating Swansea Leeds losing at Millwall
0: yeah um, you, don't see, um, you, you don't often see them results in the Premier League no, not 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 to the
1: same standard. It's just a grueling, grueling, grueling division. It's mm. a tough old league, and yeah. um, but Billich loves. That's why Billich loves it. You know, yeah, he loves it because it's such a test every single week, and because of the quality that's in it. Um, I mean, Danny Ward. I don't know an awful lot about him. He came from Rotherham, I think. Cardiff signed him from Rotherham, mm. um, but I mean, he was on the bench. Yeah, and he scored about a minute after coming on, then got a second one. He's a good player. Yeah, and he didn't even get in their starting line. Let me look at Cardiff's bench: near Leffridge. I mean, like these are players who can't get into Cardiff starting eleven. They're very, very, very good players. Mm. Um, so yeah, just a real, real test. But to me, Albion look the best team in the division so far.
0: Yeah, I'd agree with that. Right, segment for you, which was planned for last week, but we overran. Because I don't shut up. No, before. no, no. It's good. It's good. Don't don't take it as a bad thing, Joe, by any means. Uh, fill in the blank. So I'll give Blanky you a, blank. Yeah. I'll give you a statement. You just fill the blank It's that easy mate You should have got
1: the jingle mate You should have got the jingle
0: oh, I'm, I'm not really one for jingles No that's more Judas sort of things. Oh yeah that is, that is Nathan Judah all over that is Alright okay um, First one Charlie Austin will score blank goals this season Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah That's a nice round number
1: I think Yeah I, I just think there's a, there's a myth about a 20 goal season striker Not many strikers actually get 20 goals No Um 15 goals would be one in three wouldn't it? You'd have that one um, and you take that all day long uh, Teams get promoted with 15 goal a season strikers and I think that's what Austin will get mm. And one more thing I know I'm harping on Don't worry But I will He might not get as many as perhaps people expect or in the past because I don't think Bilic's 4-2-3-1 I don't think is tailored to, to him mm. is it? No It's not tailored to him Dean Garner is a cracking player when he goes down the wing and Beats his man and sends him across, but he's even better when he cuts inside. Yeah, And Matt Phillips is going to cut inside as well and mm-hmm. score goals. So Dean Garner and Phillips are not just there to lay on chances for yeah. Austin, which you might see another 4 2 3 1. So he might not get like the 20 goals, maybe, but I think he'll get goals, and I think Dean Garner will get goals, and I think Phillips will get goals. Yeah, And it'll be beautiful.
0: Joint effort. Um, Nathan Ferguson will make blank appearances this season. Oh, that's a good question, isn't it? By the way, Nathan Ferguson. I mean,
1: double drunk backs in his own box. Nathan Ferguson,
0: a bloody roulette on the edge of his own area, and I mean. it's like, crikey! I mean, it looked it looked good. Don't get me wrong, but if you messed out, <laughs> yeah, confident boy, isn't they? I mean, I mean, you got to be, have not you?
1: Um scoring from twenty five yards or whatever it was at QPR and then doing double, double drag backs in his own box. I mean he's a confident boy. He will play. I'm gonna go high, you
0: know. I think I think as well. I think I think Gibbs has got a real task to get back in his side now. Uh thirty. six.
1: Thirty six. Alright,
0: okay, I like games. it. All comps.
1: In all comps. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Um, good shout
1: I mean he's at the age where 25 games would be absolutely outstanding
0: yeah just turned 19 now
1: yeah 19 yesterday wouldn't he 25 games on all comps for him would be amazing
0: would be a real good season
1: for him progression wise but I just think he's going to get more Mm. he's making himself undroppable yeah Um, yeah smashing smashing player
0: Albion will sign blank players in January.
1: No, I've got absolutely no idea. That's a real tough one. So we're talking as if Gareth Barry's already signed, yeah? Yeah, yeah.
0: That, that, that one doesn't count as a signing in January.
1: Um,
0: Two. Two. I, I think one striker, maybe. Yes. Unless unless Austin is banging them in. But even then, do you, do you have... Do you sign someone to back him up
1: So yeah I don't know I don't know I don't know is the honest answer I think it's too early to say it's just too early to say yeah yeah um, look the truth is and we don't really want to talk about it but we have got the worry that Dean Garner could go back to West Ham
0: yeah um, although I don't think he will I think he will I think West Ham are doing well at the moment and you look at their midfield and, and their wingers is he really going to get in um, really so hopefully Dean
1: Gunner will stay for the season um, and then yeah it's yeah maybe well, I think it'll be one or two I think the striker thing is going to be the one isn't it yeah do they sign a striker but at this moment in time you have to say let's see what Zahor and Austin can do and Austin I think we're all pretty chilled about now
0: yeah how much do you think Dean Garner's worth on the open market? Oh uh,
1: mate don't ask me that I don't, I, I, I've talked about this loads I used to know what I, I used to say when I was 15 years old I knew what every footballer was worth you could look at a player and go he's worth three and a half million he's worth ten million he's worth mm. six million now I don't know I'm, literally everyone is worth what somebody's willing to pay yeah um, I mean how much did Harry Maguire go for?
0: 80
1: mil I mean don't get me wrong good player but are you having a laugh? Easy,
0: yeah.
1: like 80 mil
0: <laughs> Yeah. Uh,
1: 5 million more than Van Dyke.
0: Yeah, that's... Um, I mean,
1: like, what's going on? I haven't got... I genuinely, genuinely don't know how much anyone's worth anymore. Dean Garner... Oh, hang got Dean Garner never... Oh, yeah, well, he has played in the pram.
0: What do you reckon? I I, don't know. Like, part of me thinks... Part of you are right in the respect of saying that because I think a player of his ability would be worth about £20 million. Yeah. But then you look at someone like Pereira, who, I mean we're not entirely sure of the details but it's 9 million yeah it seems worth more than nine million. 9 million oh is
1: worth way more than 9 million now
0: if but, he carries it on exactly and it's like Diangana right now I think if you if you said to West Ham he has 20 mil we'll have him would they take it I don't know I reckon He's a they young would, player I reckon
1: they'd take 20 mil
0: you reckon 20 well, mil. 20 more.
1: mil's still a lot of money isn't it it's a lot of money yeah
0: Billich gets on the blower to David Gold So, come on. DG as he signs off his tweets. Every bloody one. Um, Sam Johnston will keep blank clean sheets this season.
1: Oh, that's a good question. These are good questions, these are.
0: i fought them through, mate. This Uh, is why I was so keen to get it in last uh, week. it's a good good little segment. Um, It's an interesting one, this one, because it's not all about Sam Johnston's goalkeeping ability. Um, And we were discussing this off-air, weren't we? Travelling to... Where were we going? It was going Leeds. to one, Leeds. Yeah, it was on the way back from Leeds. Yeah, it was. and we were discussing goalkeepers, saying is Sam Johnson yeah. one of the best goalkeepers in the championship? We couldn't find that many better than him, you know. Um, Although no. Smithies has has put in a late shout after. Yeah, Smithies
1: has put in a late shout. Um, I had a good chat with Neil Efrage actually after the game, mm. um, and he mentioned Johnson and how good he is. Mm-hmm. Um, he, um, I think he is. Yeah. um... What's a good number of clean sheets? He's got one, hasn't
0: he? He's got one.
1: One in 11 games. I think
0: think if you get 10, you're happy.
1: Yeah. I would say he'll get eight.
0: Eight clean sheets. But remember, of course, this isn't just down to goalkeeping, B, because...
1: I was to do with really well. It is, it's not nothing to do with him. It's a lot to do with him. But it's a team effort. So yeah, exactly. it's, a, it's a defensive if, effort. Yeah. If
0: you get him through, if someone's getting through one on one every week, What yeah. are the odds of keeping a clean sheet not great.
1: Not. Uh, I mean, yeah, he, he had absolutely no no chance for the goals at the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, I mean, look, all keepers have a bit of a run, don't they, after they concede? But he lost his head yeah, after he that first happy. goal. He was fuming. Um, I really like to see that. Mm. Um, he, he was desperate for that clean sheet. I think. I genuinely believe Albion will improve defensively as the season goes on. That's one of the reasons why hmm. I'm so excited about the season. Obviously, Dean Garner, Pereira, Phillips, Austin, they're the real reasons to get excited. But I do think they'll get better defensively better over the course of the season. So, yeah, I think eight, eight or
0: nine. Yeah, probably fair. Albion will finish blank in the table. Oh, mate.
1: You knew it was coming. I'm going to say... Second,
0: second to who?
1: Do you know what? And the only reason why I'm saying second is because I couldn't give a stuff about winning the division. Yeah. For me, there is absolutely no difference between finishing first or second. So I'm saying that as like not to get carried away. Like I couldn't care less about finishing first. And mm. I, might, I don't know if I, I don't know if people agree with me on that or if that's the general. I don't know what people think, but I, I'm not. I'm not bothered. I'm not bothered. Um, I just want to. I just want them to go up automatically I think after after 11 games they absolutely deserve to go up automatically of course we're a fifth of the way through they've yeah. got to repeat it in the next four stages of the season um, but I got, they deserve to be top of the league in my opinion mm. they deserved to get something from that game at Leeds um, to play as well as they have in 11 games to be that consistently good is um, hugely hugely impressive I really believe Leeds might stumble on As they have been going Yeah um, And Just drop those points Every now and again mm. So Look I genuinely Hand on half Think Albion can win it um, I think Sat in out I feel confident enough To say they will be top 6 Oh yeah yeah um, I, I'm, I'm like
0: Really confident Of that I know it's tight at the top But I'd, I'd agree with you there At the moment I
1: think they'll have too much um, not to be top six mm. um, Then obviously It's that next push Which is a Which is like A massive Massive That's
0: Massive a, It's a big difference That is a, In yeah. theory You can still be You know You can be four, point, four places Down from someone And that can be A lot of points a lot of And points. still be in the postseason yeah. playoffs You know what I
1: mean I saw some stats I tweeted them actually Last week Of chances created mm. And Albion Leeds And Fulham Are way ahead Of everyone else Yeah Way, way, way ahead. Um, it was they were interesting stats actually because Preston were bottom.
0: Yeah, but top scorers they're quite similar to Charlton, aren't they? They they don't like play of chances, yeah. but they take them when they have them.
1: A- Which just goes. This is why we love football, isn't it? Because you can set up a team in so many different ways. Mm. Um, so yeah, where, I don't know where I'm going with this now. I think I think those three teams will be. I think they're the best three teams, and I think the statistics show that. I think it's going to be. Really harsh on whichever one of those teams doesn't finish mm. in the top two. I would, if I was a better man, I'd expect Leeds, Albion and Fulham to be the top three. Yeah, and I don't. They could. Any one of them could come in any one of those positions. Mm. So right now. I'd just go. Alvin finished second. Who cares? And then who cares? Just get up. I'd yeah. love them to get out. I think I just think it'd be absolutely brilliant.
0: Oh, I'll tell you uh, what Premier League trips every weekend?
1: Premier League trips. But I mean, I'm not, I've got to admit, I'm not a massive fan of the Premier League. Like I don't like you were saying earlier, like the, the, the big six and all this that and the other. But it'd be amazing to have that celebration. Like mm. I'd love Billich to do it for him. I'd love these players to do it. They seem so together, so close, there. and obviously for the club. It's absolutely massive. Yeah the f- the money is absolutely huge and obviously next year is Albion's last year parachute payments they do yeah. need to get up for the long term good of the club they need to get up even if in my opinion the Premier League isn't as exciting as the Championship mm. um, they need to get up so I just think it'd be fantastic for everyone of an Albion persuasion if they got up so second
0: Blank will be named Championship Manager of the season
1: it'll be, it'll be whoever goes up but
0: I don't know you know because if if Charlton make the playoffs,
1: I mean fair play to Lou I've got to admit, I never ever, I've mean, like watched his teams in League One. I, I wasn't, I, I couldn't believe he got the Charlton job. And then I mean, he has done been an absolute revelation.
0: And Alex Neal as well. He's doing he's doing all right at the moment.
1: He's doing really well. If Billich gets Albion up though, I think he deserves that. Yeah. Um, for the sheer amount of turnaround this been, I think. Yeah, and he's always double check this but I'm pretty sure there's been 10 new sign-ins the team that ended last season is a world away from the team that started this one mm. um, it's a re- he's done a rebuild job mm. and, and to start as well as they have is just miraculous really so I'm going to say
0: Bilic Blank will be named Albion's player of the season Pereira yeah I think that was the easiest one wasn't it yeah right okay shall we get on to questions yeah. questions from the listeners questions from the listeners first one comes from Leo Watkins what are you boys going to do over the international break I'll tell you what I'll be doing I'm covering League 2 football
1: League 2 Walsall. I'm
0: at Leighton Orient versus Walsall next ah, there you this go. weekend that'll be good no weekend off for me mate
1: no weekend off here. I have actually got the weekend off which is very 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 rare
0: normally it's in to a
1: non-league game or something don't they but Joe <clears throat> you know what I'm going to do this is a bit of a cliche sad answer I'm going to do some digging on some stories this week I need to, oh, need yeah. to find out some more about um, what's going on with the academy I need to find out a bit more on the deal for Pereira, um, a few bits and bobs. you get a little bit more time when there's no games mm. um, so yeah it'd be good to um, hopefully get crack on and do a little bit of digging.
0: yeah, look at that. He even works when he's off. Um, Paul Chappell whilst we've started well, the issues at the back remain with everyone agreeing that the fullbacks are doing well, especially in Gibbs's absence, and Bartley Joy also playing okay. How do we fix what? Is a major issue with our inability to keep clean sheets. So uh, I asked Bilich this last week
1: um, how do you think the team's improving? He calls them black holes, um, like the, the bad, the negative things. And I think that's in terms of like spaces on the pitch. He's, he really believes they've made leaps and like the progress has been like leaps and bounds. They've, done, they've made real progress over the last mm-hmm. like month or so in terms of like their space and. They're positioning on the pitch, closing down spaces. Defensively, that defensive shape, that's what I'm trying to say. He believes yeah. that defensive shape is really improving. Um, I think it is as well. I think that they are becoming much more of a stronger defensive unit. Mm. Um, it's A lot of it is down to individual errors, I think. And yeah. look, I think we can... You don't want to write off the goals against Cardiff as a lapse of concentration and that's like because they were in such a commanding position but I think you can put it down to that. Yeah. Um and then I think overall they will just improve in the system and improve take get better at playing out from the back because that is where a lot of the pressure still comes from. Mm-hmm. Um they're doing this thing aren't they every game now where a Jai stands on the corner of what, the six yard box at one end, yeah. Bartley at the other. Johnson passes to one of them, then they pass to the fallback, and they try and move through the thirds. And when it works, I mean, it does look sensational. Yeah. But it's a hell of a lot of times now when you you look up and and they haven't got the ball and they've lost the ball. Yeah. Within that, within like the, that defensive third, mm. um, unfortunately, I think it's going to happen throughout the rest of the season. Bilic doesn't seem overly bothered about it. He,
0: yeah, he's willing to accept that you'll make one mistake every couple of games, yeah. which costs a goal.
1: Yeah, he he would rather. Yeah, he, he he is he is a bit. Yeah, it's um he he want he believes over overall they get more from playing that way. Yeah, um, than not. I do think they're going to be. They are a little bit. will score more than you. Yeah, um, so yeah, I think. That's why They are going to Unfortunately They are going to Keep conceding goals I think Mm. But The way they play Going forward You would always Back them to Score a couple
0: Yeah Um, Another one from Paul As well Does a lack of game time For Harper worry you He's been nowhere near The team all season He seems to have Regressed if Brunt And soon Barrier Are ahead of him Kind of covered Harper Yeah covered that Yeah GSWBA, with many Premier League teams not performing to the required standards, and the international break upon us, some of their managers may be seeing the sack. Do you think we're at risk of them trying to poach Bilic from us? And who do you think would try? I had a fair few people asking about about this, so I am going to skip all the other questions because this is, you know, is, is an interesting one, isn't it? Because um, there are there are a fair few teams who, you know, I mean, I don't see the likes of United and Spurs <laughs> going for Bilic. No disrespect. Yeah, but I mean Everton
1: Well Everton obviously played for um, so that's uh, <clears throat> that's, uh, that's that link isn't it but look I I could talk about this all day look anyone who's listened to the first couple of podcasts will know I am I'm a bit like I have fallen a little bit in love with Slavon Bilic like I do yeah. think he's an <clears throat> absolutely smashing bloke absolutely not in terms of like as a manager just as a person yeah. like I think he is a genuinely genuinely good bloke Um We've got some... In this Pereira piece that's going out tomorrow, we've got Pereira on him, and he just, he's just absolutely loving playing for him. All the players are loving playing for him. Mm-hmm. I think he is a good man, Slavon Bilic. He's a good man. And I, I think... There's, they often say there's not a lot of loyalty in football, don't there? There's no loyalty mm. in football anymore. And I think that's true for like 95% of people. Um, but Bilic would be... You'd, you'd, you'd back him to be one of the ones that buck the trend you really would because he is that good of a guy mm. um, I think he is loyal I think I think the Albion job is a massive one for him Yeah. Um, he, didn't have, he didn't have a great time in Saudi Arabia his first season at West Ham was fantastic his yep. second season wasn't hence why he left I don't know tell me what you think but I don't know if there's enough on his CV at the minute to get one of those jobs however mm. I think if he got Albion up and then kept them up or got Albion up and say at Christmas next year they were doing very well yeah um, I think he would suddenly be quite in demand yeah obviously he did very very well with Croatia he's got that as well on his CV but it was I, a
0: long time ago though wasn't it
1: it was a long time ago I think Bilic will will be an ambitious manager I think he'll believe he could probably get to the very top mm-hmm. but I think he'll know this job is a massive one for him and in many ways it could sort of define him Yeah, he needs this to go well um, so I don't I don't see him leaving any time soon mm. I, I, I don't, personally I don't think um, he'd be at the top of the list for those clubs what do you mm-hmm. think?
0: I, I agree with you I think Billich is bought into the, the Albion project he signed a two year deal and it's kind of like a a two year kind of thing, so they've got this plan now and they might have a different one next season if they if they weren't to go up. I think the one thing you need to worry about is the domino effect of this. So if if Manu were to sack Solskjaer and they were to go to Pochettino. Yeah. Pochettino goes to United, Spurs look around, say they get Eddie Howe. Yeah. Is he would Bournemouth go for him? I think they play a similar style of football. Yeah. Bournemouth are not this historically big club I think Bilic
1: would re-
0: yeah I know. that's that would be the one worry for me but I look at like Everton I think Everton are, no disrespect to Bilic like you said have got a slightly higher target than someone like Slavin Bilic and I know you've got the former player and we talked about this last week about former players going around and doing jobs and it is, it, it is a bit in vogue right now isn't it but I think with the Everton the money that Everton have got They'd want to interest someone maybe slightly higher profile. I think they'd want some.
1: Yeah, I mean, his profile's massive. I w- they might want to trust some. They might go for someone who.
0: Deitch, maybe.
1: I think Deitch Everton would be the perfect fit, personally. But I think Everton wouldn't necessarily want a manager who'd had one good year in the Prem, followed mm, yeah. by a, a poor second season. Mm. And I think they'd believe they could find someone who. It's consistently performed maybe at that level.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Um you have to take into account everything for now, like it didn't go great for Belich in Saudi Arabia.
0: That will That will work against you. Th- that will work yeah, against you. I, mean, I know it's, I know Saudi Arabia so he will argue that, you know, it's not it's not a similar style of yeah. football or anything like that. But it
1: will work against him for a potential employer. Yeah. Um but I want to reiterate he's he's just not your average guy, Slavin Belich no. He just isn't. Um He's, I just think he's such a good bloke I genuinely genuinely think At his core He's a really sort of good man mm. And I don't he's a, he's a Better way of putting it is I think he's a type of person That when he gives you his word It really means something Yeah um, And I think he wouldn't leave If he'd set with, Without Unless the, It was like an unbelievable offer mm. Um I really believe he's completely loves, he's bought into everything he's, he's moved his family to the area his kids are at school yeah. in the area um, he's got everything he could possibly want at Albion at the minute but the only thing he probably wants is Premier League football mm. but he'll believe he can get Albion there um, and to me the Albion job I, I, I mean maybe I'm different but to me the Premier League isn't the be-all and end-all it's not, for me it's not a, a race to get to the Premier League mm. I would much rather be Albion manager today than yeah. Bournemouth manager in yeah, the Premier yeah, League, yeah. I'd back myself to get Albion up and do a better job next season. That's what I'm sure. That's what Billlich should be the same. So, genuinely, not not remotely worried about Billich
0: leaving. Mm. Not remotely worried. I'm um, in the same boat. I, I genuinely think as well. Just, I mean, I don't know the guy, but he looks like he enjoys it. He loves it, mate. So it's one of them where would you really risk it? You seen what happened with Nathan Jones? He made the step up, shall we say, yeah. from Luton to Stoke. And you saw his quotes a couple of weeks ago saying he's, he's gambled people's lives on it and it's, it doesn't seem to be working out. I know they won the weekend, but there's no guarantee he's still in a job.
1: No, I, well, I just don't know why you'd leave Albion at this moment in time. Yeah. I just can't see it. Look, Everton is a big club. Obviously, he's got ties there. Um,
0: but I think he'll stay. I think uh, they am higher than Village. No disrespect to him. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Um, Ethan Barham. any more news on Nathan Ferguson's new contract?
1: So, not... Really, other than from what I heard, they had a meeting on Thursday mm-hmm. last week, which again went very well.
0: Good sign. Um,
1: all the signs are very, very encouraging. I think, even it's it's not easy to understand the work that goes into these contracts, and I think they're quite a a long, drawn out process.
0: It's not like football manager or FIFA when you say this no. much a week. This is your signing bonus. Maybe a bonus for goals.
1: Yeah, and also everything else comes into it. So they're very busy. Do you yeah. know what I mean, they're busy. They're busy, but there've been a lot of games. I'm sure there'll be more talks this week. I think I, I struggle with this as well. Like how, how slow things take. And it's not slow in like it's a difficult thing. It's just, it's just, it's just what happens. It's just the way things work. But from what I was told, I was always told when we did the story about how you've been offered a new long term deal that there was mm-hmm. going to be talks last week. There were talks last week. I was told again they went very well. So very 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 optimistic about that
0: seems to me like buying a house yeah um, you'll be speaking to your solicitor your solicitor needs to speak to another solicitor so you say say you know say you're a manager of a football club and you say I want to I want to sign this, this guy on a new contract you've got to then tell your chief exec or whoever sporting director they've got to then contact the player's agent who might have however many clients yeah he might be dealing with so many different players I don't know who Nathan Ferguson's agent is yeah, um, it could be a completely different circumstance, but they're going to have other stuff on as well. Yeah, and I guess to a point where you know you're sending stuff across it's like, does this person have this? Does this person have this? No, this person wants this. It's just one of them.
1: I think there's other things as well. Like you're absolutely right. That's bang on. Other things happen as well. Like um, it's your family. So like I think like Billich will have a meeting maybe with Nathan Ferguson's family mm. at some point. That like, and then. Nathan Ferguson's family might have a meeting with like Luke Dowling, yeah. and it might not all not happen at the same time. And they'll just sit down, they'll get around the table, and they'll say, "Look, we obviously want Nathan Ferguson to stay. This is what we're willing to offer him, and this is where we see him going." Mm. Luke Dowling will talk about where he sees him going, Stephen Billich will see where he sees him going, and they just make they just do it. You know, it's like a wholesome way, but it's a lot, a lot, a lot goes on. If you know, a, mm. a lot does go on. Um, it isn't it isn't as simple as. There's a piece of paper. You're offering five years on thirty grand a week. Yeah, sign it. Um, I think it's just yeah, it's not. But I've never yeah. But everything we're in anyway, everything
0: we're in is very very positive. That and come on, the lad's got a life. It was his birthday the other day. Like, his is, birthday of the other day. You know what I mean? You're not going to be rocking it to a contract meeting on your birthday. And it was,
1: it was in Leeds last Tuesday and whatever. But it's like, it's just it's what it is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, exactly. But but just to reiterate, all the noises we're hearing are very very positive
0: would you recall Lecco from Charlton to replace Dean Garner if he's recalled ask Ball Chapel again uh, there was a reply here which I thought was quite interesting uh, dude WBA if Charlton are still up there come the end of the season I'd recall both Lecco and Field just to weaken Charlton
1: well I'd do the exact opposite if Charlton are up there at the end of the season I'd keep them both there
0: mm. um, I can't play against you anyway because I can't if it play a, against Albion
1: they're strengthening them and I'd rather they continue to take points off other teams which I did at the weekend against Fulham didn't they? Mm-hmm. Um so, they're both doing very, very well there, aren't they? Um, yeah. Very, very well. So, yeah. I mean, look. Would I go Leck over Dean Garner? Probably not. No. Like, if Dean Garner did leave, I'd want them to bring someone else in. Yeah. Um, because you, someone a bit. What's the word? What is the word? What is the word? Uh, not consistent. So more, someone who guarantees bit more reliable. A bit more reliable, yeah. Because yeah. uh, Dean Garner really is having a big impact on this side, isn't mm. he? And I'm not saying like won't or can't or will, won't will further down the line. But you feel Dean Garner is a safer bet at the minute. Like Matt Phillips is a safe bet, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. We know what we're going to get from Matt Phillips every week. I'd want another safe bet mm. on the other side.
0: I'm not entirely sold that you would need to replace him from outside anyway. You oh, you Edwards, Kyle yeah, Edwards of course, just yeah. So then you just need a backup. So... Yeah, you know, maybe Leco could be your backup, I don't know, but I'd rather Blecko get game time. Um Africorno asks, Do you think Dowling should or will go for Gale in January? With him not getting game time, so his stance on a loan may have changed and the offer from us in the summer showing clear interest to get us over the line in the second half of the season, or would the prospect of paying him if if slash when we go for a player who's fallen short in the Premier League multiple times prove too costly?
1: So the question is, do I think we'll go for Gail
0: Basically, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so I've only had one brief encounter with Luke Dowling, mm. and he was talking to someone sort of over me. Do you mm. know what I mean? He was like, he wasn't talking to me. He was talking to someone else, and I was in. I was there, and he, he knew went, you were there. But he, well, he absolutely knew I was there because then he shouted, "Right, I'm just off to Newcastle now yeah. to see Dwight." And I like looked, and he looked at me, and went ah, oh. um, just to wind us up. So look, everyone's talking about Dwight Gale, aren't they? Yeah, Absolutely, yeah. everyone's talking about Dwight Gale. Um, he's not playing for Newcastle, but that's because he's not been fit. Mm. He is now fit. He's working his way back to full fitness. Look, I've said before, if there is any chance that Dwight Gale and sign for Albion in January they will try and get it done mm. 100% they'll try and get it done for multiple multiple reasons one it could be a difference between getting automatic promotion and finishing in the playoffs yeah. and two let's be honest if Lou Dowling signs Dwight Gale Lou Dowling is a very very popular man Yeah. it yeah. will like everyone will be overjoyed yeah. um, if he comes back so I'm absolutely sure if they can they will but yeah we're going to have to see what he does for Newcastle
0: yeah exactly um, Ryan P. Glasgow, if Everton sat still, do you think they can win for Sloven? We've already discussed that. Um, Sean, uh, that's at Lloyd 95. Do you think we'll go up straight away or back out in the playoffs? I think straight away. I think you've got a good chance of But it's moment. still,
1: but boring, boring, boring answer. It's still a long way to go. Yeah, exactly. There is a long way to go at knocking Coming from a, coming from a reporter who watched a team get relegated last year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, there's a long way to go. It
0: certainly is. At Nokia WBA, with Bartley and Ajay playing very well next to each other when Hagazi is fit, how long do you think it will take him to get into the first team? Uh good question. Do I think it, if it, he's it, replacing it, anyone, he's replacing Bartley. I think
1: if he's replacing anyone, he's replacing Bartley, hundred percent. I don't think um I just think Ajai is too good. One, I think he's too good to leave out the side. Two, I think he's too good to leave out of that back four. Um a lot of talk about him moving into midfield because he did play there of course for Rotherham but I think he's been immense Ajay he, and he adds so much all, all round all round he's immense he's got everything you could possibly want in a centre back um, so Ajay plays it's Bartley and Agazi battling for that spot it's going to be very very interesting see how that one goes um, mm. it's going to be I think Carl Bartley's done very very well whenever I've seen him play yeah um. very very well
0: I think Higazi and to another extent Gibbs has to wait for someone to have a drop in form can't see him getting in yeah unless they come in for say a cup game but you know FA Cup's not for a while yet
1: mm. I mean Higazi is very good isn't he Um. very good in the air very good in the air Bartley's oh this is, it's a real tough one it's a real tough one I think it's harsh if you drop anyone it's I mean, they're 11 games in, they're top of the league and they've been absolutely sensational and the only game they've lost is at Leeds when they really should have got a result. Yeah. So it's really, really, really hard to drop anyone. Um, yeah, it, it, you'd imagine something could happen naturally. Yeah. Um, either...
0: Someone will just come up with a niggle, have yeah. to miss a game. That's Bartley or
1: one of them, they'll get five yellows.
0: Exactly, that's, so, what, that's what happened when Gibbs, Gibbs came out. I mean, he just got hurt, picked up a knock. Yeah. In comes, you know, Furlong and Ferguson and it's their shots to lose now.
1: But if everyone's fully fit and as a game tomorrow, you gotta to keep it as it is, haven't you? Yeah. You yeah. gotta they deserve the places.
0: Doesn't make the right doesn't give the right message if you Yeah, it really, doesn't, it really doesn't. Um JP Genius we've kind of covered that just now, absent injuries or suspension, does Gibbs get back into the Albion side? Um any news on how Burke's getting on in Spain I imagine that's one you'll kind of dig into over the weekend yeah I'll look into this week Yeah, here we go I'm, I'm, I'm putting words in your mouth now um, what do Albion need to strengthen their promotion chances asks Adzo I don't don't know what I can do to strengthen yeah there's a little bit more depth up front but other than that
1: cut out the mistakes cut out the mistakes and yeah maybe yeah I mean it's a horse. It's an £8 million striker That's why I'm just a bit reluctant To say they need to buy a striker Well yeah you don't want to write him off straight away You do don't you? want to write him
0: off um, And you've got Robson Sincarno Who is You can come on and change again. game
1: What I will say is sort I'm, I'm elaborating on the point I made earlier When I said that This 4-2-3-1 isn't set up Just for that striker mm. It's important to remember that well, Everyone was talking No striker had scored in open play Before mm. Austin's goal On Saturday And so you can't blame them all for that. Yeah. There's got to be a, a little element to that. The fact that, none, that it's not its not all three strikers are just in poor form.
0: Yeah,
1: You can't have it just three. T- I think a lot of it was... And and then you have to look at the top scorers, Adin Garner and Matt Phillips. Yeah, The goals are coming from out wide. Mm-hmm. Those wingers... I mean, Bilic wants them in positions where they can score goals, which at times means... Um, they're not going to be laying on chances for the centre-forward. So yeah. I think Zahor, I think Austin, Zahor and Robson will have all been affected by that, hence why none of them had scored from mm. open play. Um, and maybe if if things have been tweaked just slightly, which maybe they were on Saturday because the chances for Austin were better, mm. um, may, Zahor will probably benefit from that. Robson Karno will probably benefit from that. Yeah. So I just think let's see how they go for now. Yeah, um, and maybe maybe everything's there already um, mm-hmm.
0: but yeah it's difficult last one uh, Dean J WBA after 11 games where every out um, after 11 games after- where every outfield player who started on Saturday has scored so far do you think A. any other team in this league has the ability to have- provide goals from all over the pitch and B do you think we will score more goals this season than the last? I'll go out there and say I don't think they'll score more goals this season just because of the style of play um, that they were they were doing last year. they scored a lot of goals.
1: I don't actually know how many goals they got last year.
0: Uh, they got a fair few. I mean, I could look this up. Um, but yeah, do you think any other team in this league has the ability to score more, more goals from all over the pitch?
1: No, absolutely not. Um, I think it's a remarkable start, actually, that everyone's scored now, um, and it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Like, I mean, Furlong looks like he's got goals, and then that was it. What game? He scored against Huddersfield, didn't he? Um, when he scored the header from the corner, and but before that chance, he um, he looked like he was going to get on the score sheet. Ferguson, I mean, he's so brave. He'll, he'll have a go. Bartley and Ajay are just going to chip in aren't they Mm. yeah there can't be a team like that there can't be another team the one the one you'd say maybe Fulham Um,
0: I don't know there's some players in that team where you think are they ever going to score a goal some of the centre backs I'm not convinced by the centre backs yeah the
1: centre backs would be the ones they're not
0: like your towering centre backs or your Shemi Ajay who will have a pop
1: I mean Ajay is probably going to get
0: five or six at least Mm. this season um, By the way, I've been scored eighty-seven goals last season, which was the second best in the decision in the division. <laughs> division. to Norwich. What
1: was that mm. eighty-seven goals? I mean, eighty-seven goals is hell of a lot of goals. Um, well, I don't know. I don't know if score more than last season. Then, but
0: I don't think they will. Um, they've scored twenty-one so far, and say you're a quarter of the way through. It's eighty-four.
1: We're well, fifth of the way through. we yeah. are
0: Well, it's nearly a quarter. Isn't nearly it? a quarter. Yeah. 11. One more game, and we're over a quarter. 12 no you're ends. right yeah quarter yeah Would my master's four. gone there we're yeah, a quarter, yeah, you're we're right, a quarter yeah. of the way through so you'd score 84 goals if they kept it up at the moment 84
1: Yeah. so 3 shy mm. um,
0: but I think second half of the season you're going to score less goals I think teams kind of figure you out a little bit more don't they
1: yeah but I, but then I think a lot of Albion's goals come from magic
0: yeah that's a good point
1: um, like
0: Cardiff for a type of team that will get figured out yeah um, well they might start doubling up on someone like Pereira yeah
1: double up on him and then they've got Dean Garner, haven't they double, double up on him, him. you've got Matt Phillips double up on him they got too much that's why it's so exciting yeah they've just got too much um, so yeah I don't know if I'll score more goals I think the goals will continue to come from all around the park cause I think that's what Billich wants and I just mm. think everyone yeah, I just like players like Ferdlong, you just fancy them you just fancy them to get on the score sheet yeah you fancy him to get on the score sheet Sawyers won't get many he's never been a natural goal scorer
0: um, but it'll well he's already got his one goal now but he'll get some yeah um, well that's the thing if if teams do try and double up on people yeah, there'll be opportunities for others to score
1: yeah yeah. so hopefully this will the goals will continue to come throughout the team um, and Austin will catch fire
0: yeah alright okay we've got a little bit longer like maybe 5 five, ten minutes most um, another segment for you to finish up because we don't have a match preview this week no, no match, no match to preview yeah. un- unless, unless you want to talk about some international football but I know you love international I football I do love
1: international football,
0: football. Um, it's called quarter takes it's called so what? quarter takes
1: quarter takes? yeah
0: I'm going to get your hot takes from the first quarter of the season okay first one um, who's been your surprise of the season so far it doesn't have to be uh, it could be a team it could be a player it could be something else Uh
1: Swans. Charlton Charlton yeah, Charlton and Swansea um, they're, they're obvious ones really I thought Swansea would really struggle when Grandpa left I didn't see them doing what they've done Um, and Lee Barrier I mean I mentioned it earlier I wasn't having him at all I wasn't having him at all a couple of years I couldn't believe he got that Charlton job mm. Um, and yeah I mean wow what a job what a job he's done so yeah they're the two Then my two surprises.
0: For me, um, Tottenham are up there. Borough, I didn't think they'd be as bad as they are, you know.
1: Don't say that when we got them next.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Stoke are surprisingly bad.
1: I really like Nathan Jones. (laughs) I think he's a really good manager, which goes to probably show what I know about football. Don't rate Bowie, but I like Nathan Jones.
0: Yeah, and uh, QPR have surprised me as well. QPR have been,
1: yeah, done well, haven't
0: they? Um, That's the last two, haven't they? your team to beat this season not including Albion so basically the team if you finish above them you're going up
1: it's still leads for me
0: Leeds. Um I agree yeah I mean they are wobbling I think Swansea will drop off I think Preston will drop off Forest are decent but I mean when I saw them opening day Albion barring the Worldie early on which Sam Johnson probably should have saved didn't offer a whole lot for me
1: so mm. Yeah, I'm a bit surprised to see Forrest second on the table, actually.
0: Yeah. Um, but they're obviously a good side. Between Fulham and Leeds, for me, despite the positions they're in. But, I mean, they're three points off the top.
1: And Fulham are wearing a seventh. Yeah, they're
0: three points off top place. So. Three points,
1: yeah. It means, yeah, yeah. I'm. St- <sighs> Maybe Fulham, you know.
0: Mm.
1: Maybe if you finish above Fulham, you're going up.
0: Yeah. Worst team so far
1: worst team that I've seen so far mm.
0: Stoke, Stoke are pretty poor uh,
1: yeah but I haven't seen them
0: no, that's a good point
1: um, I haven't seen many teams really i mean, there are four Albion games um,
0: you, you don't have to answer it
1: uh, I mean it's a weird one isn't it because QPR Albion uh, absolutely steamrolled them
0: they didn't look great against Albion, did uh, they?
1: No. Um, but they're not for doing well. But yeah, it's difficult to say, really. saw for the first four games. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. A
0: <laughs> Championship player you'd most like to see at Albion?
1: Oh, do you know what? This is a real controversial one. But I'm only basing it on what I've seen so far, OK? Yeah,
0: I think I know what's coming. Go on, then. What am I going to say? I thought you were going to say Cavalero.
1: No chance, not having no dingle oh. <laughs> um, I would have Patrick Bamford
0: Bamford yeah which that is in, that is controversial it's
1: controversial I just thought he was very very good in that game um and I think he's just that type of striker that could be really effective for Albion mm. just drop him d- deeper slightly like m- more of a target man mm. getting a, bringing others into play and He's got goals in him, I think, and he's got, he's got quality about him. I know he, he kind of divides opinion, I think, doesn't he, Bamford?
0: Mm. Um, I'm not a fan of Patrick Bamford.
1: Uh, I quite like him. I think he's a good player.
0: Give me Mitro. Mitro would add some extra what? Do you know what? You know what? There's him.
1: something about Mitrovic for me that makes me feel like he's not a team player.
0: I know what you mean. He does, he does let off a kind of. Vibe, a bit of a mercenary vibe
1: yeah and like a bit of a, I'm going to throw my arms up in the air and blame everyone else I know what you sort mean sort of vibe but which I, think, I don't think would
0: suit I don't think that would fit at Albion I think he would fit in at Albion and I just think he'd add a little bit more physicality up front because Austin like don't get me wrong like I wouldn't want to fight the bloke but he's not as physically imposing as someone like Mitrovic who who bangs in the goals and likes it all
1: yeah I mean yeah, obviously, if it had Mitrovic, she'd expect to go up automatically, wouldn't you? But yeah, I like I like I like Bamford. Like I say, I think it's a good player.
0: No, mm. oh, interesting. Um, your relegation candidates?
1: Absolutely can you... no idea. Get the table back out. This is really hard. I think really hard. It's a tricky one. Um,
0: so Barnsley are going to go, aren't they? I, th- I think then bottom three for me. So Stoke, Barnsley, Reading. I think Huddersfield will actually do better. They've already started to do better. Um, I'm going to go... Maybe Wigan.
1: I'm going to go... Controversial again. Barnsley. Yeah. Redding. And Luton.
0: Luton's a shout. Graham Jones.
1: Yeah. I think... uh, I think Stoke will get out of it.
0: Yeah. See, I think it's between them four. I couldn't, I couldn't give you three, but I think Stoke, Stoke will Barnes, Reading or Wigan, one of them. One Stoke. of them will escape it from me. I the, think the others will be alright.
1: The Cowleys will do enough at
0: Huddersfield. I think so.
1: Wigan will be alright. Hull have got enough quality about them. Brentford will be alright. Millwall will be alright-ish. All yeah.
0: Hmm. Um, Blues have actually started quite well
1: they're doing yeah I mean at the start of the season I'd have gone down but I had money
0: on at the start of the season yeah Uh, yeah, I think
1: Barnsley's team is a very 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 good League 1 team Mm. that isn't good enough for the championship
0: yeah a bit of a yo-yo between the two yeah Um, top two I'm going (laughs) to
1: gun to my head it's Albion and Fulham
0: I'm going Albion Leeds in that order
1: I'm going to I'm going to predict that Leeds blow it again
0: I think Fulham I think Fulham will win in the playoffs I
1: think Fulham will win the playoffs
0: yeah they do no. love they do love the playoffs finally uh, top goal scorer in a division yeah and then we're finished
1: Mitrovic it's a bit easy isn't it
0: yeah who's top scorer at the minute do you know Um. I'm not as sure was it Ollie Watkins at one point no, no yeah don't know forget about Ollie Watkins forget about Brentford all the time oh well Mitro it's a safe shout. yeah safe
1: shell isn't
0: it right it just about does us mate yeah no no match preview seems weird doesn't it it does and seem it end seems end very 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 like odd that.
1: very very odd
0: but um, no we're no. done for another week done for another week indeed we're, we're still going to be here next Monday um, given that Joe Massie's in on Monday I think I am yeah well we'll be here next week even though there's not been a game um, so we'll do a big preview on the that lengthy trip shall we to
1: Middlesbrough yeah
0: yeah that'll be interesting um, but we're both there as well so that'll be decent
1: yeah yeah that's good isn't it great right yeah, trip
0: yeah. alright okay um, from us then it's, it's a fond farewell but uh, make sure you stick around and if you can give us an iTunes review that'll be really helpful um, and as always pay attention uh, drop us some questions for the next podcast when we go ahead and put the tweets out but For now, it's bye-bye from me and bye-bye from Mr. Joe Massey. Goodbye.